Welcome to Your Food Looks Funny. I am Marcus T, and today we're going to talk soul food. Maybe not the way you think we're going to talk, but we're going to talk soul food. I'm not eating that. Alright, so like I said, we're getting ready to get into some soul food talk. Yes, we as in I'm going to have a guest. I'm going to take a call here in a second. But uh, yeah, he has a very controversial take from what I would assume from what my family is going to think when they hear this and what others may think. But uh, soul food, very pivotal topic in the food community of our culture. But uh, go ahead and take this call here shortly. Hello. Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on? Not much. All right, so we uh we on we online here with my boy Chef Dana. He's down in Atlanta, owner and operator of Divine Visions Catering down there. How's that been going for you? Oh, uh, it's been going pretty good, except you know this pandemic has been you know punching everybody in the mouth right now. But um, you know, still keeping it afloat, still providing excellent service to individuals. So you know, when you put out good service. You know, people are going to come regardless. That's what's up, man. I saw you, uh, some of your posts from Valentine's Day, as usual. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You know, wish you was down here so I could have got some of them good desserts from you. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody always asks about the desserts, man. I I haven't been baking as much recently, but, you know, I've done a few things. Okay, okay. Yeah, I remember you used to bake it up uh, as much as possible. You did more baking than cooking for a good period of time. Pretty much, man. People wouldn't even ask for my food. They'd be like, oh, when are you making cookies again? I'm like, damn. <laughs> Definitely. How's everything going with you? How's everything uh, out there? It's pretty good, man. You know, we, uh, well, you know, I'm, I was still with the company, but I, I got furloughed back in March. So we've been out since March, but I just been running the podcast. So I've been good for the year. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Podcast going well for you? Yeah, man. You will be uh, somewhere in the 30s. Uh, Thirty thirty five, thirty six episode. I don't know. I've done one every very week good. since July. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I started doing a weekly um, cooking show on Instagram, uh, Sip and Cook with me. Um, so usually every Sunday, 7 p.m., I'll go on, create a, a dish and a cocktail, kind of go over the history of the dish, um, go over the history of the cocktails, show how they pair together, and just have a little uh, good time. That's what's up. Yeah, I've, I've caught a couple of them. And uh, I watch you there. You, you, you know, a little of that Cleveland slides through when you be uh when you be on there. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> gotta keep it. Gotta keep it close to root. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, a, little, yeah. uh, a little of the background for the people. So me and Dana are both from Ohio. He's from the big city. I'm from the small city. Uh, he's from that that city over there, Cleveland. But we we met down in Atlanta. I actually took his place in the kitchen. He moved out the front of the house because he decided he wanted to be fancy out in front of the people. <laughs> I wanted that out in front of the people money. Right, yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, didn't, I, I don't think I realized immediately that I had taken your position until like a few weeks in. Mm-hmm. But you had yeah. me, uh, cause you set me up. You had me go down there to the hot side on my first day. Hey, that's how that was a uh, rite of passage. That's how they did me when I first started. Yeah, but now nah, you don't get to be cold. See, uh, he doesn't like to get dirty, so he liked being on the cold salad side, so he could walk out still looking all fresh and clean. 
we had to make sure that he understood how to, how to get a little dirty in that kitchen. Look, man, I could work every station on that line, but it's you're supposed to start me off simple, man. <laughs> no, nah, we get baptisms in fire. I guess. All right, man. So, uh, so let me let me get yeah. into this here. So, on the uh, on the your food looks funny group, I post stuff mm-hmm. on there, and you comment often. So yeah, so often to the point that. Uh, uh, the algorithm made this post come up for you twice, I'm assuming. So I put a post that said, what type of food do you think is overrated? And mm-hmm. back in September, you posted soul food. And I guess it came up again because three days ago, you put the same thing again to make sure. <laughs> to make had sure to put that, emphasis on it. Right. You had to make sure I saw <laughs> that you thought this was overrated. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, I didn't. And that's what's so funny is I didn't know that I had uh, commented on it the uh, first time. Yeah. I so I thought it was a new post. Yeah. But um yeah, so so but yeah, soul food to me is one of the most overrated foods, especially in the black community. Yeah. Um and would you like to know why I think that is? Please. So soul food for the most part, um if you even look at the history of soul food, it came about from us receiving uh, the most useless parts of whatever right. um, the the main house was eating. So in slavery, the main house, the butchers would uh, give all of the good cuts of meat. Um, the vegetables would be the best vegetables. All of those things would be given to the big house. And then the slaves would receive all of the leftover pieces, the entrails, the necks, the backs, da 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 And we've had to make those things taste good. But the problem with that is we've had to over-season, so, we, you know, all this salt, all of these things that we've had to use to make this food taste good, mm-hmm. and then on the, the fact that, you know, once again, these are not the best parts. These are the leftovers. This is the, the things that in modern society they normally throw away. So we are basically eating trash <laughs> for the most part, and we just well-seasoned trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm and that is what soul food is. That's why I'm like, to me, it's such an overrated because we've almost made it a delicacy. And it's it's not. It's trash. It should be thrown away. It's stuff we shouldn't be, in my opinion, eating and indulging in. But we do. And I think it's overrated. Well, the more – I... go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was going to say, and that is the moral of my story. I, I got <laughs> So w- when I first read it, it... – it almost made sense that you posted this twice. Cause when I looked at it the first time, it was a hot take. And now when I look at it, I'm like, he's right. He's right. How often do I eat soul food throughout the year? A couple holidays. Right. It's just to get the nostalgia of it. Because afterwards I don't feel that great. I'm either sleepy or like I got heartburn or something. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's right. It's overly seasoned. I, funny enough on social media, I saw this meme, right? So, you ever see these instructional videos of how to do something and it'll be like, yeah, just use salt and pepper. And then it'll show black people like, yeah, right. And then they had a whole cabinet out on the counter. Like, nah, I'm gonna put all this stuff in it. Exactly. And all of those, and the bad part is all of the seasonings black people that are associated with black uh, food are, they all have sodium and salt in them. So you're using sodium upon sodium upon sodium <sighs> thinking you're using all these different, seasoning blends but all you're doing is adding a ton of salt to everything right. and you have to in order to make this nasty stuff taste good right 
Like no one who wants to eat pig intestines. Like yeah. chicken feet. Like chicken feet is not supposed to be ate. It's supposed to be thrown away or made stock out of. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just I really think and and it's not good for our body. That's the the other thing. Like, you know, most of the foods that are part of soul food are heavily fatty foods. Right. Um, you got to add so much heat to it just to make it bearable. Like it's, all of these things are not good for the body. And part of the reason why in the African-American community, there's so many issues with diabetes, high blood pressure, um, gout, all those things, because the things we're putting in my body aren't meant to be consumed. Right. So, so I'm glad I put it twice. I'm glad it caught your attention for the second time because I wanted to put emphasis, even though I didn't know that's what I was doing. Right. Soul food is something that we need to unnormalize. <laughs> right. And, and I wrote this down in my notes to make sure I caught it. So with all of these foods, and I highlighted some of the main staples. So like fried chicken, yams, mm-hmm. greens, macaroni and cheese, potato salad. None of them are really just every again you're not making these every week every day every month but when you do have them they're really good but they're terrible for you but right what i like about these things that i've seen in a commercial space so when you see a professional restaurant not like somebody's Mm -hmm. mom and pop place that they're serving these things year round but a, a professional place that has these they will do some type of fusion in order to keep them going so they'll make them lighter or they'll blend them with some other culture's food or take the better parts of the chickens or, you know, the beef or whatever, the lean cuts, the the lighter flours, something less salt. Like you said, every seasoning doesn't have to have sodium in it. You need to be cognizant of what's in it instead of just mixing five different salt blends together. Exactly. Yeah. And see, when I think of soul food, you know, the ones, the things that you listed are, you know, those are foods that exist in most cultures right. in some variations of forms. When I think of soul food, I'm thinking of the hog moths, gizzards, the uh, uh, turkey necks, the pig feet, the, you know, the those types of things. Like things that most people either you make stock out of or you throw away in every other culture. Like right. we're actually turning these into delicacies, which is a... Um, a compliment to our ingenuity, but it also is like these aren't the edi- these aren't meant to be consumed, and that's why you have to do so much to them in order for them to even be palatable. Most of our foods you have to cook for damn near a day just to get them tender enough to be consumable. Yeah, um, you got to put so many seasonings in them in order for them to have any kind of flavor worth eating. And to me, it's like food should be simple simplicity is uh, how we know that these foods are edible. Like you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have to add a ton of things to something to make it good. Right. And with most soul foods, you have to, you got to add the whole kitchen in there for it to be something consumable. Yeah. And uh, so kind of some backstory behind this. So my mother-in-law, whenever I cook for her, She's from the old school, so everything is, like, super seasoned. Whenever she takes a plate of anything I've made, she instantly grabs seasoning. I'm like, did you taste it yet? Right. I'm like, oh, hold on a second here. And <laughs> and then, uh, for, no, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, for a chef, that's the most annoying thing in the world. Like, can you try the food 
please. before you add all this stuff to it. Please, please. Like, know what it's what what my vision of it was supposed to taste like before you create your own vision. Right. I like how you slid vision in there twice. <laughs> Divine vision you catering. Know, if nobody caught self, that, selfless plug. Hey, <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Uh, another thing. Did you watch the Boondocks back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you remember the episode where? Um, they were sitting down to have a meal or something, and Huey wanted Grandpa to make some broccoli or some some vegetables or something, and he made it and he threw a bunch of pork in it. Uh huh. He was like, "You just eliminated the nutritional value of my broccoli." Right, right, and that's something we do quite often: fat, fat, um, bacon, like salted pork, like whatever we can add pork to in in soul food etiquette. Mm-hmm. You add pork to it, and that's like. Like, do you understand you have green beans, but you boil all of the uh, the, the the vitamins out of it, and then you add pork? Like, you might as well just eat a pork chop. You don't even need that vegetable there. Right, <laughs> right. You lost all the green. Like, all the green right. is gone. But that's, you know, and the reason why, you know, I'm such a stickler for talking about soul food and you know, I enjoy a good pork chop, you know, some fried chicken, some mac and cheese, mm-hmm. some ham, but we as a culture look at that as our food as far as in the black community, like soul food is our food. Right. And it is the food that is causing so many problems in the black community. Like we need to address our diet, the things that we're glorifying as our culture's food and, and start taking a hard look at why that became our culture's food and does that food really nourish our body or our spirit right like, this was slave food like we are still glorifying slave food mm-hmm. and i'm quick to be like you know we free we ain't gotta eat that no more yeah <laughs> like, I'm with you know you. people <laughs> yeah so uh i really feel like we as a culture really gotta start looking at the things that we consume understanding how it uh, blends into our body, understanding what effects it has on our body, how that salt and all of those um, toxins and additives and things that we're putting into our food and our bodies affect us from a mental level, a physical level, and a spiritual level. Like We got to look at all of those things and, and stop just putting anything in our system. Yeah, you brought up a good point there with uh, making sure we knowing what we're putting in our bodies when we do this stuff. So uh, I'm not trying to find my train of thought here and I can go back and cut it out in a second, but it was something else you said, what we're putting in our bodies. Dang. Mm. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, you're talking about, well, you're talking about how it affects us from, you know, physical, you know, mental, how our brain functions and even from oh, a spiritual oh. aspect. Okay. So here's a, here's the thing. So you were saying, it derived from slave times and we just make it because mm-hmm. it's our food. Okay. Right. So I made an episode a long time ago, one of my earlier episodes about how do you know chicken is done? And during the episode, I said, you don't have to wash your chicken. And that was right. like the most commented thing that I ever said and posted on social media because people were like, Oh, I got to wash my chicken. It'll be dirty mm-hmm. or, you know, it'll be, now I'm like, you cooking it to over 165. I'm like, it's, it's going to be done. Anything that the fire didn't kill, your water or lime juice or lemon or vinegar, whatever you put in it, it wasn't going to kill it. Right. And that's why I tell people all the time, like the most harmful thing 
on your chicken, you cannot wash off. Right. Salmonella is not something you can wash off. Salmonella is something that is actually a part of the genetic makeup of the chicken, and it has to be cooked away. Right. And a lot of the comments I got from people were, well, my grandmother or my, you know, my mother did it that mm-hmm. way and passed it down to me. So that's the way I do it. Well, just because they did it that way doesn't mean you have to do it that way. And just because our great grandparents and stuff were slaves and eating what they had to eat, it doesn't mean we have to continue to eat it now that we got a whole foods down the street. Exactly. You know, and that's, that's we, and that's something that, you know, transcends not just food, but culture in general. It's like the whole purpose of existing is to be better than the generation before you. We, we're, we, we're given more information and so much information so fast that it's like you can't go off of the information that our forefathers had or their forefathers had because it was limited information. They did what they could with what they knew. Right. We now know better, so we should do better. I mean, it- as far as I would say, we know everything. I mean that in as general of a sense as possible. We don't literally know everything, right. but our, even our parents as at our age didn't have Google. Right. We have, we have infinite inf- information available to us at the touch of a finger. Right. I mean, you need to sort, sort through what's real and what's not, but you have every bit of information you could ever ask for. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing when, when you're talking about um, things like washing chicken or soul food or any of these things, you know, from a chef's perspective, we're giving you information based on science, Science, logic, and what has been taught to us as proper procedure when handling food of any sort. Mm. So if we're telling you these things, it is because we have been, we've done the research to say, hey, this isn't a necessary step when preparing X, Y, Z. Right. People are then trying to debate our researched logic science with, well, my grandma did it this way. Like, okay, I'm sure your grandma did a lot of things that would not be suitable in today's society, you know, but they want to hold on. It's it's about traditions more than it is about growth. Right. And that has a tendency to backfire, not only just in food, but also in life in general. Absolutely. 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 All yeah, right. but yeah, we're 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 gonna leave we're gonna leave the call. We're gonna find a new soul food. How about that? Right. If we have to have soul food, we're gonna find a new, better soul food for us to claim as our food, and it's gonna be food that is going to nurture our body as well as our spirit. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the next few generations won't know what chitlins are. That's what our exactly. Our, all right. That is the goal. Our my. My great great grandkids should never ever come in contact with the chitlin. There you go. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, right. uh-huh. Great conversation on that. Um a, a couple questions for you before we get out of here. Sure. Um All right. What uh what's something that you don't like to eat other than, you know, I know you like soul food, but what's something that you don't like to eat that everybody else tends to like? Mm, let's see. I do not like, I don't like onions. Like, and I mean, I know that's not a, you know, onions are one of those things that are, um, people don't really consider it quite a food, but more of a, you know. An ingredient. uh, An ingredient, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it can be a food. You know, I've seen people eat an onion like they eat an apple. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't like, I like cooked 
I like the flavor cooked onions provide, but raw onions to me will, I just, I can't do it. Those, um, I'm trying to think of a popular dish that people like that I just don't. I can't do any fish with bones in it. Let's put it, I, I hate fish with bones. I can do, uh, you know, a filleted uh, piece of fish that's boneless, but I I will not eat a piece of fish that has bones in it. And uh, for everybody listening, if you didn't catch the beginning, this man grew up on Lake Erie. Yes, yes, I did. And I would not eat a fish out of Lake Erie. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> them fish in there got three eyes okay, that's, that's y'all industrial waste side over there by Cleveland but yeah that's that's my biggest thing so I think that would be the one thing that people would look at me kind of weird about is uh, if it's a piece of fish that, that has bones in it you can keep that Okay, I'm not, I'm not trying to die eating a piece of fish I'm with you there. I'm, I'm not big on fish in general, and if I have to pick one, I want the clean fillet, not the bony one. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, another question here. So, what's mm-hmm. the last new food you tried, or new food you tried to cook? Um, the last new food that I tried. Um, hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I made um a Indian curried shrimp coconut shrimp um on my my uh sip and cook with me show and that was the first time i had made that particular recipe um came out really good did it with um some um jasmine rice uh it it was it was good it was you know i've had it before but i've never cooked it before okay that's what's up yeah it it was good too all right well that's pretty much gonna wrap it up for today's show Tell, tell, the people, right. tell the people where they can find you at. All right. Well, yeah, you can find me on all social media platforms at Divine Visions Catering. That's D-I-V-I-N-E, Visions, V-I-S-I-O-N-S, Catering. Um, you can also go to my website at uh, DivineVisionsCatering.com. I do uh, corporate corporate event catering, private event catering, as well as meal prep. So if you're in the Atlanta area, and looking to uh, either get whiskey meal prep or have an event catered for you, um, look me up. You can follow me on Instagram to see a lot of my work. And, yeah, just um, get in contact with me. I'd love to make your next event a divine experience. Okay. And you said your sip and cooks are on Sundays, right? Yep, Sundays. Um, for the next two weeks, they will be on Thursday um, because Sundays I'm having a couple of events that I'm having to do. So, um uh, it will be tomorrow and it'll be next Thursday, but after that, it'll be every Sunday at 7 p.m. Okay. All right, man. All right. I appreciate you having me on the show and much success to you. Um, keep, keep good content coming. And, um, uh, one day I will feature you on my sip and cook show. And that way you can promote your brand on, on my platform as well. That's what's up, man. All right. Well, uh, appreciate you once again and, um, uh, yeah, keep doing your thing. All right, man. I'll holler at you. All right. Talk to you later. All right. All right. Thank you to Chef Dana for coming on the show. We're going to go ahead and get out of here. Check out yourfoodlooksfunny.com for all the latest episodes, including this one. Um, Follow us social media, YFLF Podcast. That's YFLF Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Donate to the show on the website. We're looking to get Adobe Audition. 
Thank you for all that have supported so far. And we're going to go ahead and get out of here. See y'all next week. All right.